Good evening or morning, afternoon, <laughs> wherever you are when listening to this. I'm just glad you're with me. Um, you may not know, but this indeed is Touch KC Podcast. And the purpose of this podcast, for those who are just joining us, um, the purpose is to raise interpersonal awareness. Interpersonal health has to do with how we relate to others. We also attempt through this podcast to help raise intrapersonal health. Intrapersonal health is how we deal with ourselves. I believe there is a strong need in the world and our communities for these type of conversations. And sometimes we have hard ones. But that's okay because you're tough. You've proven that or you wouldn't be here. You've overcome obstacles. You've proven that you belong here. We're just trying to grow together. So the topic today, this is part two of selfish parenting. And if you listen to episode one, in fact, if you haven't listened to episode one, do that now. Pause this, listen to episode one, and then come back and join us. Because this is elaborating on that conversation that we started um, last, last podcast. Parenting is one of the hardest things that you'll ever do. It demands so much from you, and it makes you have to be honest with yourself. Here is a great thing to consider when parenting. Ready? Avoid the temptation of trying to relive your childhood through your child. Say that again. Avoid the temptation of trying to relive your childhood through your child. Your child is not you. And often we look at the, the stereotype that kind of comes with this thought, and we, most people agree with it. You know, you have the, 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 the father who went out for football, didn't make it. Uh, his, his son's going to be a football star because he remembers what it was like not to make it. And if he just had another chance, the father's thinking, if I had a father like me, maybe I would have been further along and I want to just put all that into my child. This doesn't mean that father doesn't love his child. It just means he is inserting his experiences and his disappointments and his desires and he's putting that on his child without really asking, is that something the child wants? It's hard as a parent to accept that how you define success has nothing to do with your kid. So this father, the macho man, he, you know, he's very alpha and has a son who's very beta, beta, who, you know, prefers, you know, long walks on the beach and computers. And now there's a disconnect. 
because the father can't believe that his son wouldn't want what the father wanted, especially if the son has tremendous athletic ability, but just not interested. And now there's a conflict. That scenario is easy to look at. And we point at that and say, bad dad. How could you do that to your child? But let's, let's make it a little more realistic. Some of us have survived traumas, awful things. And because we're so afraid what might happen to our child, we take our fears and our paranoia and we put that on them. Some of us have been hurt by institutions, by family members. So now we tell the child, no, you're not going to talk to anyone. Um, Kelly Clarkson had a song um, that really speaks to this. Um, it's called Because of You. And one of the lines, if I'm remembering correctly, pardon me, Kelly, if I don't get it completely correct, um, was because of you, I'm afraid to walk on the sidewalk. Basically, this song is about a mother who is so protective because of their of her own experiences. She oversheltered her child. I said earlier in the podcast, how you define success may not fit your child. How you define risk may not either. You are putting your trauma on your child. And of course, you want to move in wisdom and discernment. Of course, you want to protect our children. Are you, being, are you protecting the child? Or are you reliving your own terrors that you haven't dealt with yet? And that is a real thing. And as a parent, you have to make sure that your wounds that you haven't closed yet, you're not bleeding all over your little one. And now they're terrified of experiences they've never had. Just echoes of your own terrors. Another one, um, again, going back to successes. You know, for us, for those of us who are first-time graduates, and we worked hard, and the pride of being the first one to graduate from college. Your child may want to be a welder. College may not interest them. But you want to force that because you just know, I'm not saying you're wrong or right. I am saying, get to know your child. Your desire for them to have a certain future shouldn't be so strong that you never hear out their dreams. Now, they're children. Sometimes the dreams just aren't practical. And that's, that's a thing. But by hearing them out, give a chance for true relationship to form. Because at some point throughout the duration of you as a parent, the relationship changes. At some point, you go from being king of their universe, queen of their universe, to being a guidance counselor. 
And that period of being a guidance counselor, which is really that late teenager, young adult, that period is so critical because they're going to need your wisdom and your knowledge to navigate the waters they're now entering. But if they don't trust you, they don't believe that their words mean anything to you. That's not something I would wish on any parent. Spend time with your child. Start as early as possible. Show them that they're important. Now, look, I'm against entitlement. Don't fill your head, your children's head with, with um, ideas of grandeur. This whole idea that you can do anything. Your child may not be able to do that. So instead of feeding them philosophy, find out what they're good at. And that brings us to our first First, or well, a second point technically, exposure. Exposure, exposure, exposure. Expose them to everything that you can. And you might get results you don't like. I'll use my oldest child as an example. Um, I used to read all type of books to her when she was, when she was a child. Um, she'd be 16 in April of next year. And... I did my best to expose, expose, expose. I've always really been big on that. Well, due to that exposure, she fell in love with marine life. So she wants to be a marine biologist. Now, I'm in Missouri. We don't have water out here. We don't, we do like small lakes. That's about it. There's no one I know that's interested in that field. Uh, my wife is biology. I'm psychology. My daughter wants to do marine biology. Well, we had to figure it out and being, begin gearing her to do what she's interested in and giving her the freedom to change her mind. Exposure, exposure, exposure. You have to expose your child to something different than what you were exposed to. That doesn't mean throw the baby out with the bathwater because you've been exposed to some great things also. But be intentional about exposing them to worlds that you yourself had no idea existed when you were their age. See what they take to. Make them develop different skill sets. And of course, someone is probably saying, well, Travis, you just said, don't force our dreams on them. Look, everybody needs to know how to cook. Everybody needs to know how to change oil. With my own daughters, they're going to learn how to use, how to work with their hands, whether it be a welder, or electrician, and they're still going to do the academic route, but it's important for them to have a skill. That's just for life. Have them pick up an instrument. Every child should learn an instrument. Expose, expose, expose. Third, work on helping them achieve their goals, not just the goals you want for them. So we talked about the parent, and all of us are guilty of this on some level, of us taking our successes or our traumas and putting them on our child. 
Well, you may do the exposure thing and spend time with your child. And in your mind, you think, wow, they will be great at this. They should do this. Throw that in there. Try to encourage them. And this is why relationship building is so important. Because even if they don't see where you're going, if they trust you, they'll at least give it a try. But it may turn out, just because they're good at it, doesn't mean that they like doing it. And that was a hard one for me because I'm super practical. I'm like, wait, if you can do it, why wouldn't you? There are some people who sing, have beautiful voices, do not want to be in front of anyone. They were the same to themselves, if at all. That happens. Help them start to take responsibility for their own life and help them plan accordingly. I understand that it's a temptation for us to push our children in directions. And it's hard. It takes discernment because we are here to mold their character. We're here to implement principle. And keeping that balance between molding their character and reshaping their personality is hard. It's difficult. But no one told you to be a parent either. This is what you signed up for. You can do it. But first you have to deal with yourself. Avoid the temptation of trying to relive your childhood. Your child is not you. Spend time with your child. Figure them out. They're going to need you to do that because the rest of the world, most of the world, doesn't care. Work on helping them achieve their goals. Even if it doesn't really make sense to you or you think they'll be better somewhere else. Otherwise, being a selfish parent almost becomes unavoidable because you make it all about you. And when you decided to engage in the act that produces offspring, you also decided not to make it about you anymore. Your children need you and the world needs your children. We need more productive, hardworking, beautiful-natured adults in the world. It starts with you. But you've worked so hard up to this point. What's one more task? Remember, our relationships are our most important resource. Make sure you're taking care of yours. This is Travis Bryant. Thank you guys for spending time with me. Take care.